What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Steamers Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 28. Another solo podcast with your boy Greed here. What's going on, everyone? I mean, it, you know what? You know what happened? You know what happened? Not a lot. Except for I didn't even recognize the fact yesterday that daylight savings happened and no one said anything about it. It just happened. Like I just... I just woke up on Sunday and said, why am I up at 6 a.m.? And I thought it was just like, like it was like, what well, made it feel like it was three hours later and being hung over. I wasn't even that hung over. And I'm like, dude, it's just, well, what's going on right now? Like, daylight savings happened. Like, that's the turning point between, like, fall to winter to me. Like, now, now we're in it. Now, now it's time to get cold. Car looks like an icebox when you walk out to it in the morning. It's just cold everywhere. And I don't like it. Not one bit. Like who who gets up and says, Alright, it's cold out. Let's get after it. Anyone? Maybe? I mean, I get like it, like people like it's be- way better now to drink coffee, but then again, like I don't I don't like drinking my coffee till I get to my desk. Like, I don't know, all that hot cocoa shit. Eh, like, it's good, but I give me the warm weather. I already, it, I haven't even made it four days into November, and here I am just. I already hate it. I still don't understand what, like, why, 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 how did I not know Daylight Savings was this weekend, one, two, why did I not feel like, like, I, like, I went out, I saw people all night Saturday, all day, got hammered, went out, woke up Sunday, and it was just like, we just went about our day, like, holy crap, it's only like, it's only like eight, eight o'clock. And it was just, it just hit us. I mean, was it, I, I feel like that's not out of the ordinary though. That's just like, what, what the hell happened? The daily savings came in and just, it just gave me a blackout. It's rare. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out why I'm talking about daily savings. <laughs> Oh man, brother! There's not much you can say other than that. It just—it it just hit me out of nowhere. It—it it, it literally did. I feel like it does it to too many people. Like there need there someone needs to start the daylight savings awareness group. And I gotta sign out to be a member because I was not aware. I was not. I do have some sports things to address, even though it's only Monday and not a lot happened. Obviously, the Ravens beat the Patriots. That was huge. I'm an idiot. Why? You ask? Well, let me tell you why. I bet that the Browns were going to win that division. I have two. I have one where it said the Browns will win the division. Versus the Steelers winning the division. And if neither do. 
then it's a push. That's the one I have with Scoob. Then I have another one. I was real bold on this one. The Browns, doesn't matter about division, will just have a better record than the Steelers. Well, shit me sideways. That is just not looking great. Like, Daylight Savings hit the Browns and just absolutely, from the top rope, clotheslined out of the ring. I mean, let me tell you, let me say it. Whitehead hit the Browns harder than Daylight Savings hit me. And shit, I was driving around doing things on Sunday and I was like, oh my god, we lost an hour last night. No, Whitehead went, went into Cleveland this morning and just... He, he blew up social media. I mean, here's my problem with the Browns. I mean, they have like 20 problems. How the hell was this guy in the locker room for 10 weeks and this ego, and this is what we find out. Like, there's no way he was coming in like, good morning, nice weather we have today, sips his coffee and just goes and gets ready for practice. No, 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 no. What he said on social media was like a whole nother level. Like, you have to know this. And if you're not identifying this as a coach, I mean, kitchens. What the hell are you doing? You ain't calling plays. Your team sucks. You had all this hype. You had a division that was basically yours for the taking. All you, And you beat the Ravens. You did what you had to do. All you had to do is coast in these games. You're losing to the Broncos. You lost to the... Well... No, they beat the Jets because the Jets are terrible. But again, then you then you have players going out and saying, we're going to beat the Patriots. There's no game plan. You didn't have a game plan to beat the Patriots. Who are you kidding? You Baker Mayfield doesn't have a game plan to shave his mustache. Is anyone else seeing this? He had a full mustache around I don't even know what to call it. A beard? What is it? It, it? Whatever it is, it can't be a thing. All I know is he had a full mustache around his lips. It was it wrapped around in the game against the Broncos. In his press conference, I, I don't even... It looked like it was a different person woke up and just went into the press conference. It, it literally did not look like Baker Mayfield. And this isn't even your biggest problem. You got a dude tweeting out. He's gonna. I don't. I can't even repeat what he's saying. It's so offensive. And then you go into press conferences looking like a bum, playing like a bum. You talked up all that hype. I mean, everyone. Everyone after last year said that like you. They. They. The Browns shocked the world and made the right pick. Did they? I mean, essentially, you guys look like shit. You guys have. Nick Chubb beat the Ravens for you. He literally beat the Ravens. He's a great running back. He was a second-round pick. He had no attention brought to him when he was drafted. But he's your right now, he's probably your, arguably your, your best player. He was the only thing that was working for you. Even though he fumbled, he was the only thing that was working against the, the Patriots. Then uh, you you add Odell and you have Jarvis Landry, who any quarterback is probably on the other side saying, we would love to have that as our receiving core. Could you imagine? A lot of these QBs, do you know what Josh Allen's saying right now? 
I have John fucking Brown. We traded away Zay Jones to play Cole Beasley. He's he's got Frank Gore as a running back. And he keeps his team in games. He runs the ball. He creates second chance plays. He he kills time. And he makes a makes a throw, makes an extra effort play every once in a while. Then you look at Darnold. I mean, Darnold is just going to shit too. Darnold lost to the goddamn Dolphins. The like the QB talent evaluation is just off. Like people like. I think it's becoming a. I don't know even know if it's just Baker, but it's just the evaluation of a quarterback. It's like we need to readdress it. You see, Lamar. Lamar is playing fantastic, and people don't see him anytime slowing down. Like that's the thing, is that he's a mobile QB. So like when he gets hurt, that's probably when he slows down. But how long has he been doing this? So Baker Mayfield is a problem right now. I don't think he has as much as much trust in Odell as a lot of QBs would. He's throwing at Landry a little more now. Their their offense is just not what it's supposed to be, and the, uh, obviously I think it starts with the play calling, and then I think they need to address the offensive line because they could run. They, this either speaks to how good Nick Chubb is, or it speaks to how good. Or how I don't even know it, because that everyone says their offensive line sucks. So I think it does. But like I said, Baker Mayfield's got to figure it out. If like, and if they go on a tear to end this season now, because everyone's given like now that they feel like their backs against the wall, they have to do something, and then they come out and start playing, it's still not going to look good. I, I like I still think Freddie Kitchens is like. Like he's he he has to win out or else he's done. There's no way you add this type of talent and then you had all this hype going into the season and you're two and you're two and six. It's embarrassing. I mean, there's so many there's so many teams that would trade for your type of offense. That I mean it it's 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 got to start up top. Discipline your players. I think that this whole Whitehead thing is just exposing that maybe Freddie Kitchens isn't connected to his team like we think he is. Because I don't know how you have a player in that locker room that long just tweeting, ready to, ready to go on Twitter and just blow up. Like, career just ended the way he was talking. It's just, I don't understand how you bring a player in like that and it just goes under the radar. So the Browns have a bunch of issues. It's 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 it. I think they need to bring in someone that's going to discipline the team. I thought Kitchens was a, a decent hire because of how their offense looked at the end of last season. John Dorsey's got more gum in his mouth than he ever had. Someone get him some more big lead chew. He's running out. All right, enough with the Browns. 
Like, this isn't a Cleveland Browns podcast, all right? Let's just paint away, you know. Let's talk about this little Deshaun Jackson issue because I've been talking about the, the freaking J.J. Arcega-Whiteside ordeal for I don't even know how long. And we the whole reason was we didn't have receiving core when Deshaun was out. So we were waiting and waiting. You know, I think the patience was always around that we'll get Deshaun back and we'll be good. Well, now he didn't get the surgery. He came back. He played for four minutes. He went on the field. He tied his cleats, went out, got pushed, re-aggravated, went back, and now we don't have him for the rest of the season. So what happens now? And don't say Matt Collins. It That does not happen now. The fact that people are, it, it, it's a meme right now. The I am inevitable Jordan Matthews return. No, please no. Like Jordan Matthews, I, I get it. Like, I, I just don't feel we would be in this desperation again. I thought that the Deshaun Jackson move, the drafting of our Sega Whiteside, it was all supposed to lead to the fact that we would not have to go into desperation Matthews mode. You, I mean, shit, we tried to play Matt Collins. Are we really here? Is this where we are? He should have just got the surgery. Or I mean, there were so many receivers on the market. Why didn't we? Why are we making a move? Like, does Howie just have it? Like something? He's just gonna like? Are they just gonna bring JJ in now? And it's just gonna everything's gonna be great? You can't do that. Kid, you can't just bring in JJ. You sat him all this time. We we've been lacking receiving core the first ten games. Now you can't just bring him in. If they do, they're gonna be like, "What the hell were we doing?" You have to get someone on the outside. I cannot watch Matt Collins because that is our season right there. If the, if we have to ride out Matt Collins, it's we I. I'm honestly I'm I'm leaning towards the veteran. Just go get just go get me Michael Crabtree. I don't care how old he is, get me the one year rental. Or is Mike Wallace still out there? Doesn't he know the playbook? He didn't even get that much time. Go get someone like that. Just go get me a veteran who I know that at least when they get the ball thrown to him, I'm going to at least have a chance at a catch. Or maybe they can help develop one of our our other receivers. Go get me a veteran. But do not get me Jordan Matthews. Like I, I this is I believe that we are past that era. I don't want to have to deal with it again. Just, that's it. We just this is this is like this is it. I mean the Eagles are on they're on they're on edge. Your fan, your season's on the line. You lost to the Cowboys. The Cowboys have the game over you now. On the tiebreaker, you're gonna have to just keep the same record as them and then beat them when it comes down to it in the 
in week 16. Because we're not, the Eagles aren't, you can't get much else. Josh Gordon went 28th to the Seahawks. Dante Moncrief just got claimed by the Panthers. Who we They were after us. I mean, Mon, like, like I said, like even though Moncrief isn't anything special, I think you could finagle a better output than goddamn Matt Collins. It's like, it's just inevitable. It's Thanos. Here he comes. It's Jordan Matthews. Then stroll back into Philadelphia. And go, hey, here. And that's it. Now we're fucked. We're fucked. That's it. Tovers. Bring on the Sixers. Alright, I'm going to do a nice little segment here. Some of you... This is this is where the bread and butter is put together here. Fantasy playoffs are only a few weeks away. People wonder why their team was so good in the regular season and then they lose in the playoffs. It's because it comes down to matchups. You need to plan for this. Trade deadlines either here. You might only have a week or two left. But you got to make some moves if you want to win. So if you're not in first place, you're likely looking at, or if you are in first place, that team is likely having Christian McCaffrey. They had a top three pick. So basically, if you had the top three pick, you took Christian McCaffrey. The Alvin Kamara-Saquon team is probably in the middle middle of the pack right now due to the fact of the, their injuries. The Saquon, I mean, Christian McCaffrey has been the 25-plus points a week guy Probably that team is in the top three of scoring. You're gonna if you're not them, you're gonna need to make some moves, or maybe if you are them, and you can mortgage the rest of your roster to get one of these guys. It's what you need to do. All right. I just want to go through some of the matchups. Some I got some big name players that you should maybe go after if you want to try to trade. There's some free agents in here. These are guys going off matchups. I mean, you guys got to know who's coming up in the week 14 to 16 time frame. So week 14 is probably, you know, that's your season decider. This is your chance to get money. If you win this week, you basically knock it down to four teams. And then you just have to win one of two weeks to probably get your money back in one of your leagues. All right. Week 14. Here are the guys that... Let me give you the top three non-McCaffrey guys right now. Obviously, like you're not probably not gonna be able to get Saquon or uh, Kamara from a team, but there's some guys that you might have an, a receiver for one of these running backs. You might have a you know a tight end or something. You want to float float around somewhere. I don't know what your team looks like, but these are guys you should target based on matchup. All right, Leonard Fournette is. Got an amazing playoff schedule, especially for how he's been. He's been the, I told you he was going to be one of the stars this year. Way too underrated. Leonard Fournette goes against the Chargers, the Raiders, Falcons. Falcons are a garbage defense. Raiders, garbage defense. 
Chargers have had very up and down games this year. They're obviously getting healthier, so their team's getting better. But Leonard Fournette's also been a freak. They're going to get Nick Foles back. I think he's he's due for some touchdowns coming his way. I really like his playoff schedule. So you might, like I said, this is not an easy guy to go get, but this is someone that you can definitely, if you had assets that maybe you want to sell away. I don't like Zeke's schedule in the playoffs. I don't. I know he's got a great offensive line, but I'm not huge on Zeke. This, I mean, if you can try to met, this might be a guy you look for. You go, go try to get Fournette. Might consider it a downgrade, but it might be a f- good future investment. That, that way you have someone you can trust more. Nick Chubb. This is probably, he's got the best 14-15 schedule of all the running backs. He's got the Bengals, who are the worst run defense in the league. Them and the Dolphins. Then he's got the Cardinals, who, another terrible run defense. Nick Chubb might be good for 20-plus both weeks. That's good if you, because especially if you go into week 15, you got to go up against McCaffrey coming off the bye. And I'm like, like, like I said, that team's probably going to be your first place team, whoever has McCaffrey. You might have, you might stand a chance with Nick Chubb trying to square off with a, a good matchup like that. So if you can mortgage your team trying to get one of these studs, might help you in the long run. And one more guy, I think he's got the. One of the best three weeks, and he's also like the second best fantasy player right now. Dalvin's going to be a monster in the playoffs. So, if you're looking at it and you have these guys, hold on to them. Don't listen to any offers. This is this is you should ride these guys out. If you're looking to try to get them, um, they're these are solid. Maybe even look at the handcuffs. Kareem Hunt, if Nick Chubb goes down or if they start to load manage them, this might be. Uh, Kareem Hunt might be a, a worth it add if you're trying to stash after the bye weeks. Same thing with Madison. Dalvin go, Dalvin's been injury prone his whole career. And if they own that division, I mean, they're going to be battling the Packers, so I don't see Dalvin resting unless he gets hurt. And Fournette's in the same boat. They're they're around a 500 team right now, so they, they can't really rest him. Another good running back, probably middle tier. You can probably get him for cheaper. Sony. Sony Michelle's got uh, the Chiefs, the Bengals, Bills. So those are three solid matchups. Kind of like Sony. I know that I know it's hard to trust the Patriots running backs, but you never know. I mean, like like I said, it, it's the same thing. They're this this team's only got one loss, so they're going to be battling for the the top seed. But especially against like the teams like the Bengals and maybe even the Bills. When they're in New England this time, you'll probably see a lot more running than uh, the passing. All right. It's going to be hard for the running back position, but like I said, if you can find a way to get those guys, that's what I would do. QBs, these are way better options to try to focus on. Number one QB I'm looking at right now, if you don't know what to do, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has got two home games in the playoffs for fantasy. He's going against the Giants in Week 14. That's a top-tier matchup. He's at Washington Week 15. Another great matchup. He's always been good against the Redskins. And then he plays the Cowboys. He's got three division games. And that division game, that Cowboys game, if we're good the next couple weeks, that might be our season right there. I... Carson Wentz might be, you know, I I would put him in the top five of options for those weeks. 
Aaron Rodgers has also got those these divisional games. Versus the Redskins, week 14. You'll like that. Bears, week 15. Now, no one's excited when they play the Bears. Aaron Rodgers is. If you don't remember, last year he did that comeback with the one knee. What did he end up throwing? Four touchdowns, three touchdowns. And like 30 points. Bears aren't a team that scares him. He's always That's always been his, you know, he's a bear killer. And he's at the Vikings. All, another game, probably be playoff implication on that. All right, here's a cheap one. Ryan Tannehill, probably a free agent right now, but probably worth the ad. At Oakland, this is probably the worst pass defense in the league right now. Tannehill's throwing pretty solid. He's got decent targets to throw to. That could be a solid game if you're really struggling for QBs or streaming. Might be a stash. Plays the Texans. Week 15. That's another bad pass defense. And then he plays the Saints. Eh. You know, just eh. Alright, and then if he's somehow available in your league or he can do a cheap trade, Tom Brady. Like I said, Chiefs and Bengals are good matchups. He can probably get you to the championship. That's really all you need to do. You can probably stream someone. All right, let me give you a couple. I went cheap with the receiver. I think it's more valuable to go for the running backs. So I'm going to tell you right now, some good receiver matchups. I'm taking another Patriot. I'm taking Sanu. He's getting a lot of tick now. Probably a good time to buy him because once he learns that offense, he's probably going to be a freak. Sterling Shepard. I think this guy is going to go way under the radar because of his injury. Sterling Shepard was tearing it up with Daniel Jones before he got hurt with the concussion. And he's got to go against the Eagles. Probably going to have a solid game against us. Then he goes against the Dolphins. And he closes out against the Redskins. So, Sterling Shepard, probably a really good guy. You can probably buy low right now, and that will be a solid starter for the playoffs. And now, due to the injury to Preston Williams, how about... uh? Devontae Parker or Albert Wilson? They're probably just a free agent ad right now. And there's probably you're probably holding two kickers or two defenses. Why not? Fitzpatrick's still throwing the ball. He's still getting completions. And Parker's had some solid games this year. Now he's in a back to a number one slot. He has that potential. They have, like I said, they have the Bengals, the Giants. And the Jets, those are three of the worst defenses in the league. And Corlin Sutton. This is a hard one to, you know, you don't know who his QB is, but Brandon Allen looks like he's going to be throwing to him. Kind I kind of like Brandon Allen a little more than Flacco right now. Um, He's got the Texans week 14. I don't even, I, I honestly, I, too many Broncos takes. Chiefs week 15, and I can't even find this. Just pick him up. Honestly, the Lions. Just pick him up. So, like I said, this is something I do. I like to research prior to the playoffs about who I can probably pick up. Uh, I haven't made too many trades this year, but you might be able to. 
you should definitely be researching this if you're a team in the playoff contention about who you want to go get. It, it's the difference. And don't be afraid to shout out your boy when you win. This research helps. All right, guys. If you're liking the podcast, feel free to follow on Twitter and Instagram at SteamersPod. Like I said, we're going to have more content coming out. We also post the links to our podcast if you don't know what platforms we are on. This was Season 1, Episode 28 of the Steamers Podcast. Another solo boy for greed. We'll see you next time.